as I was uh, preparing for today's service, even as we begin to uh, prepare for our, our pre-service prayer and the service started, we could just feel that there was something that, that was taking place. Last week, we had the privilege and the honor of uh, opening up our building and having our first service there, and something happened in our pre-service prayer there as well. And Pastor Ryan said something today. He said, we, we build on those things. We build on those moments. And I pray today, God, we don't want last week's anointing. We're not looking for last week's thing. We want a new thing today. We want your new thing today. It's easy for us to settle for that because it was wonderful and it was awesome. But something wonderful occurs when he meets you right where you are. Meets you right where you are. Um, we're beginning a sermon series called The Fight for Love. And the reason that we're calling it The Fight for Love, the reason that I'm calling it The Fight for Love is simply because um, the kind of love that God has, the kind of love that God has instructed us to love is something that we have to fight for. We are fleshly beings. The Bible says that we should walk in the spirit so that we don't fulfill the desires of the flesh. The love that the world is asking us and constantly bombarding us to walk in is a love that pertains to the flesh. It's selfish love. And what happens is we get so bombarded with those things, those visuals, those, it's in our ears, it's in our face, it's on our phone, that if we're not careful, we will begin walking in the world's kind of love. Because what will happen is we, we believe that we, sh we shouldn't fight for anything. Oh, if it's difficult, nah, I don't want it. If it's more than two steps, I don't want it. Microwave, fast food. Y'all can play if y'all want to. Y'all know if it's difficult, we like, no, thank you. I'll, I'll do something else. But the, exactly, the, yeah, Instacart, hallelujah. But the thing that is worth fighting for is this God kind of love. We'll fight over anything. We'll fight over who, what restaurant has the best chicken sandwich. Amen. We will fight over uh, which auntie cooks the best food. Yeah, I ain't going there. <laughs> In COVID, we fought over what color a dress was. And then the all too heated debate about who is the greatest of all time. We'll fight. We'll get upset. We leave family functions. We don't talk to people, our family members, our friends, because we fought over something minuscule, something insignificant. But how often do we find ourselves fighting over things that matter? 
things that have meaning, things that have value. I want to admonish you and remind you that this real love, this God kind of love, the love that God has called us to walk in is something that has to be fought for and it's something that's worth fighting for. It's so worth fighting for. Whenever you do a series about love, I can already see the emails coming in. Well, what kind of love are you talking about? What love, you know, we need some, you need to put some clarification around that. Everybody's ideals and views on what love is, is different. But what I'm referring to today isn't the love that's presented by the world. And when I say the world, I'm not talking about the globe, I'm talking about the world system the world's way of thinking and doing things. We're not talking about the love that's being presented on television shows, the love that's being presented on Instagram, or, or on social media, the love that's being presented in these areas. That's not what we're talking about. Because that love, they tell you, oh, love demands a fight, an angry fight. You only, if you, you're only angry and you're only fighting if you're in love. Angry words, that's how you know that you're in love. Today's love uh, demands you laying down your morals, laying down your character, laying down your personal worth. That's the world's love. Sidebar, if you're in a relationship and it sounds like that, that ain't it, okay? That's the free one. Today's love desires that you sacrifice your value for someone else's gratification. That is the world's love. That is not what real love is. Real love is loving people practically. Real love is not ignoring people. It's not just walking past somebody because you don't agree with what they did or what they said. It's not seeing people as an inconvenience or a nuisance. Sometimes it's loving people for, from a distance but most of the time it's loving people who are trying to push you away. The real love, the love that's worth fighting for, is the love that is supposed to serve, that is supposed to honor, yeah, that's supposed to add value and not take value. I, I'm, a little history about me, I am, used to be a, a youth pastor. I can preach front of anything. Nothing distracts me. Focus right here. We're good to go. John chapter 3, verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he what? I got to pull y'all in. For God so loved the world that he what? That he gave. Not demanded, not coerced, not required of us. He gave. Which means that true love is first sacrificial before it is anything else. You know why we don't be loving people? Because we don't want to sacrifice nothing. Okay, I'm going to go on this side. My, my daddy on this side. We don't want to sacrifice nothing. We don't want to sacrifice our time. We don't want to sacrifice our personal space. We don't want to sacrifice what we want to do. I want to love you, but you, you need too much. It, I just want to, I do, but it's just too needy. 
Imagine if God said that about you. Imagine if every night when you came back and said, God, it's me for the 396th time, Lord, I know I said. God has required us to love differently. He said he gave. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is a scripture that I've referred to before, and I want to refer to it again. Uh, Chapter 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 6. Because, Pastor Keenan, well, could you define what love is? You know, I need to know specifically what, okay, cool, I got you. Love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. It refuses to be jealous when blessings come to someone else. Love does not brag about its achievement, its achievements, nor does it inflate its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame. Love does not traffic in shame or disrespect. Love doesn't selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Me and Pastor Ryan were talking last week, and we, we, we came to the conclusion that to be in ministry, you need to be impossible to offend. You need to be impossible to offend. Let me keep going. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. The NIV version of of verse 6 says, love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices with the truth. Real love rejoices in the truth. It finds no delight in what is wrong. That means real love is not just tolerant. Sometimes we confuse love for tolerance. Okay, all right. Let me define tolerance. The definition of tolerance is showing willingness to allow the existence of opinions or behaviors that one does not necessarily agree with. Allowing the existence of opinions or behaviors that one does not necessarily agree with. Love is not tolerant. We're not just going to act like you ain't doing what you're doing, and I'm just going to be okay with it. My mama say, as for me in my house, and then she say, well, if you want to live in this house, I'm not going to just sit by and allow, if I know that it is contrary to the word of God, your best bet is to stay far away from me as you can. And please do not ask me about it. Because sometimes people ask you because they want to see where you're at. Don't ask me because I'm, I'm a, okay, well, my opinion doesn't matter. This is what we are supposed to live our life by. So I know you want to hear my opinion. I am the number one plagiarizer in the world. So let's go back to the book and let's see what the book, this is how we live our life. I refuse to be, real love is not tolerant. I'm not just going to tolerate Things that are contrary to the word of God and accept it. Like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Yeah, no, it's it's no problem. 
No, you know, we just have to be. Let me, let me, let me keep moving. True love says, I love you, and I love you enough to not leave you where you're at. True love says that if you're walking in a manner that is contrary to the word of God, I love you enough to tell you that it is not okay. And that Jesus has something better for you. That's real love. I love you enough to tell you that your life has more value, more meaning, more significance in Jesus than in your comfort in sin. I love you enough. Why? Because real love, the love that's worth fighting for, cares for people, and genuinely wants the best for others, and genuinely wants others to live their best life in Christ. That's what real love is. So I'm not just going to let you sit by and waste your life away. Well, it's my life. Yeah, but I care about your life. Because that's what I'm called to do, to love you. Real love. So then how do we, we're talking about fighting for real love. How do we make sure that our display of love is the right kind of love? Because some of us, we ambitious. Let me tell you, we, y'all are something, yeah, hallelujah. Sometimes it's a little much. Okay, so the question is, how do we make sure that we're not walking in self-righteousness, hallelujah, amen, but that we're actually moving out of love for someone else? First Corinthians, uh, excuse me, First John. First John chapter 2, there we go, verse 15. Do not love the world of sin that opposes God and its precepts, nor the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust and sensual cravings of the flesh, and the lust and longing of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life— pretentious confidence in one's resources or in the stability of earthly things. These do not come from the Father, but are from the world. How do I gauge? How do I fight for real love? How do I make sure that the love that I'm displaying is the love that God would have me to display by not loving the world and the things that this world loves. By not loving the world and the things that this world loves. So the question is, what do you love? What do you love? What is it that you spend your time on? What is it that you prioritize? What is it that you focus your attention on? What is it that you invest in? What is it that you spend money on? What is it that you love? Matthew 6.21 says, For where your treasure is, there your heart, your wishes, your desire, that on which your life centers will be also. What do you love? Because if I'm loving the things of the world, then when I display love, it will display that. 
if I'm loving the things of God, then when I display that love, that is what will come out. It's called us to walk in a different kind of love, and it is not easy. It is not comfortable. It is not uh, a smooth walk in the park. It is difficult. It is a decision that you have to wake up every day to say, God, thank you for assisting me as I walk in the love that you have called me to do. It is a conscious, everyday decision because we are in the world. And we encounter people in the world. And sometimes people get on your nerves. But how we respond. God, why are you putting this person in my face? Because if the steps of righteous are ordered by the Lord, then if my steps are ordered by God and somebody keeps encountering me, then obviously the Lord must be doing that. Then instead of me getting offended or getting irritated or getting impatient or or trying to avoid them, maybe I should say, God, what is it that you're trying to show me? What is it that you want me to do? Better yet, God, what is it that you want me to say to this person? We don't do that, though. We avoid them like the plague. Oh, I don't want to, uh-uh, no, I don't want to talk to them. No, 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 no. Because you got so much to do, huh? Other than what the will of God is. God, what would you have me to do? This is the type of love that you, well, how many times, oh, I'm glad you asked. This guy in the Bible asked that same question. How many times, Lord? He said seven times seven times seven. Say, run it up. Keep it going. It's a different kind of love. It's not easy. But if you're going to call yourself a believer, if you're going to call yourself a follower of Jesus Christ, then this is the bar that has been set. This is what he has called us to do. So either we're going to walk in love or we're not. But you make the decision every single day. Every day. Are we loving the thing that the world loves? The soul in the Bible says that the love of the Father is not in us. That's why we got to check our motives. That's why we got to check our hearts. We got to check our intentions. What is it that we're trying to do? Are we working in self-effort or are we allowing the grace of God to move us? Because he says, if we're loving the things that the world loves, the love of the Father is not in us. We can't have the same love that God has and love the things the world loves. If we're going to fight for love, we need to make sure that we know which love it is that we're fighting for. Because we will fight for one. You will fight for one. We will either fight for the things that the world says is the things that's necessary to fight for, or we will fight for the things that God says is necessary and the things that God loves. But we, we will fight for one. And if you don't know which one it is, whatever it is, Jesus showed us what real love was. He showed us what it was. He came on this earth. 
lived a sinless life and showed us what real love is. Real love was dying to your feelings. Real love is following the agenda that God has and following the will of God despite how you feel. Real love is obedience to the Father. That's plain and simple. Jesus set the ultimate example by laying down his life despite what he wanted to do so that the will of God could be accomplished through him. Laying down our life. 1 John 3.16 says, by this we know, love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. Luke chapter 22, uh, uh, Jesus shows us here, he, uh, uh, and he withdrew, excuse me, Luke 22 verse 41, and he withdrew from them about a stone's throw. He knelt down. He prayed. Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. God, I don't want to do this. This ain't it. I know this is what I'm supposed to do. I don't really, I, I, you know, if we could, if there was another way, maybe we could, because this is what we do. Lord, if there, you know, maybe you could send somebody, maybe I should just send somebody, maybe we could send somebody else, Lord. And I'll tell them, and then they can go get it done. He says, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Jesus had a natural moment right there. But then he gets himself back together. And he says, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. This has to be how we, this, this is how we love other people because we're not seeking our own agenda. When we meet people, when we encounter people, when we, when we encounter our family members, God, what are you looking to do in their life? How, 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 how can I assist, God? What is it that you want me to do? Yes, God, I'm tired of going to them 50, 11 times, but God, if that's what you want me to do, I'm going to continue doing it. Why? Because it's not my will. Let your will be done. That's how we love others. How do we ultimately fight for love? We die to ourselves so that we can fulfill the will of God. We die to ourselves so that Christ can live in us. We die to our flesh. We die to our sinful nature. We put aside the desires of ourselves so that we can fulfill the will of God in our life. Daily, I crucify my flesh, he said. Not my will, but yours be done. How do we fight for love the way that Jesus fought for love? We die to ourselves. We pick up our cross. and We follow Jesus. Matthew 20, verse 26. Matthew 20, verse 26. It shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your 
servant. And whoever would be first among you must be your slave, even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. That's what love is. Love is daily dying to our desires, our wants, our ideals of success, our, our plans that we have laid out for our lives, our, our, our plans that for some of us that we've laid out for the day. God, what do you want to do? I, okay, obviously you don't want me to do that. Okay, Lord, what are you saying? How can I move? What, what, what is it that you're trying to show me? How, how are you trying to... Dying to myself. I really, really wanted to go do this today, but God, I feel like you're pulling me in a different direction. I want to be obedient to that. And that takes practice. I dare you to wake up and say, God, what is it that you would have me to do? I dare you to pray that. See how things change. Because we just get up. We get up. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for waking me up. Keep me safe all day. I'm going to get on my way. All right, hallelujah. And we just go. We just do whatever the, you know, whatever the day requires of us. What if we said, God, you know what? What do you want to do today? Because, I mean, you did wake me up. And you've been waking me up every day, I, I, you know. Yeah. What do you want to do today? What is it that you would have for me to do? Who is it that you want me to go see? Who is it that you want me to bless? Who is it that you want me to pray for? Who is it that you want me? What happened if we just put him first? And we showed the love of God. I'll tell you what happened. Your flesh is for sure going to rise up. So let's go ahead and get that out the way. I didn't tell y'all when the fast came, I just want to make sure I get that in right now before you do it to let you know. Your flesh will rise up, but that's when you make the decision. No, no, no. No, no, no. I walk in the Spirit so I don't fulfill the desires of the flesh. God, what, what, what was you saying, Jesus? Okay, that's, that's what we're going to do. Because I don't want to paint you a story that it's, it's going to be easy or that it's going to... No, no, no. It's difficult. You're going, the Bible says, our members are at war with one another. Our flesh desires to do one thing. Our spirit desires to do another. But this love, he says, how will I know them? Worshiping you could come. How will I know them? How will they know us as believers? By the love that we have one for another. Our love is what will make the difference in our household. Our love is what will make the difference in our marriages. Our love is what will make the difference in our families. Our love is what's going to make the difference in the city of Woodland. Our love is going to be the thing that makes the difference. But you know when love is best displayed? When it's hard. Yeah. That's when love is at its, at its most brightest. That's when love is at its, at its most shown, when it's hard. When, it's, when I don't feel like loving you, when I don't feel like walking in love, when I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what has God told us to do? A lot of times we want to be moved by our feelings. We can't do that. Because love doesn't, love, love, that's not what love says. Love says regardless of how I feel, 
I am going to do what God has instructed me to do, regardless of how I feel. And it's worth fighting for. The world's love is easy. All you do is just whatever. Whatever they, whatever they feel like that day, that's what love is. Whatever social media tells us, whatever the news tells us, whatever uh, commercials tell us, that's what love is. That's easy. That's easy. God says, nah, that's not what I've called you to do. That's why we are called to be the difference. Because the world will be doing everything else. But he says, I've set you apart, a holy nation, a chosen people. It is our love that will make the difference. It is our love that we will have to fight for every single day that will change our surroundings. People will say, there's something about the people at Limitless. I don't know what it is. Something about the, 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 the families there, they, they, they just, there's something different. Yeah, we really love people, like for real. Why? Why, why do you guys do that? Is it, is it a, a sermon series that you guys are on? No, it's, I mean, the Bible, but yeah. Because that's what God has called us to. So as we continue in this series, we're going to talk about the different areas and the different ways that we can fight for love, how to fight for love in our family, how to fight for love in our marriages, how to fight for love for ourselves. Be here. Take this today. Place it in your heart. Watch the podcast. Watch the, the replay, whatever it is, because I, I promise you that you will be challenged in this. I promise you that you will be challenged in this, but I trust that you will make the decision to walk in love.